What happens to friendship groups when there's a breakup? Why do gender roles always have to play a cameo in relationships? And what are the heartaches of co-parenting when a relationship ends? This is basically life, looking at how folks are sexing, loving, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Mugo. Hola, so my name is Petronella, uh, Petronella Mulenga Mioya, but I'm commonly known as Yellow Juice because, you know, I got the juice and I'm this light blonde yellow skin. <laughs> so I think that's where the name comes from. Um, I would like to think of myself as a free-spirited person because I am one that I would say I'm a jack of all trades, but master of none because I'm always picking into little things so I can't really put myself in a box and have one full description for myself. So it's broad. Yellow juice is a lot of things. Yeah. That's Pet, pronouns she, her. Pet is a Zambian baddie who is a content creator, poet, feminist, African radical lesbian, and a sportswoman. So now we're starting the podcast. Number one, thank you. Number two, we're in Zambia. Definitely. Fucking love this for us. Welcome to this country. Thank you. But it's I'm going to start life. the podcast with how I always start. How are you, my baby? Are you good? Ooh. Uh, it's it's I think this is the seventh month in the year and it's been rough. Rough. Yo, this is me picking myself up and saying getting my groove back. Okay. It's been a rough year. It started off amazing and you know along the way, a few, I wouldn't say a few, but like uh, huge stumbling blocks through were thrown at me. So I had to pick myself up and I'm glad I didn't just you know be soaking in the moment. Yeah, you know. It's, it's, it hurts me, the, you know? oh, So we move. But we're going to get into this because yeah. that is one of the questions I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. because I'm presuming you were alluding to the breakup you went through. Yeah. Okay, but first I just want to get a general overview. Okay, mm-hmm. how do you identify sexuality-wise? Because we need to talk about how you were a plot twist for me, right? Right. Because you, I <laughs> met you and I thought you were going to be like this high femme, like... I even said that I thought you'd have like natural hair that you'd put in like a little in puff a bun or something. Because, surprise, and can surprise. I say why? And I will mm-hmm. explain on the podcast why again. I really, it, I need to hear this. Okay, it's uh-huh. because it's always the femmes making space, mm-hmm. right? So when I was told about you, it was like a case of like, okay, cool, there's this person, they're called Petronella, and they're trying to like do an anthology, and it was just a series of ways you were trying to create space for exactly. other people, right? And not like out here, like, Dissing the masks or whatever, being like, but oh, like never- it, it felt all oh, femininity. It, yeah, it felt so like and, femininity, yeah. creative, spacey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, cool. Um, wait, let me turn this down. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, okay, cool, cool beans. And we're chatting over WhatsApp. Yeah. And then you rock up. No, it was your profile picture yeah. first. Oh yeah, I, I, like, changed, no, I hadn't changed it in a while because of the breakup, quote unquote. So mm-hmm. I hadn't changed it in a while, and then I got my groove back. I'm like, hey, yo, I'm a fine ass person. No, you are let's fine do this. as hell. You know, you are fine as hell. <laughs> so I was like, you know, let's switch it up, and I changed my profile picture. That's and I a think that's profile what, picture. Yeah, and thank you. Need you. To send it to me because I want to put it on Instagram. <laughs> uh-huh. And so you, um, and so like now I I see this profile picture, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is bae. And How then you turn up. And, and then it's day is not day. day. Your day. Yes. <laughs> so, like, how do you identify, like, what sexuality wise? Mm-hmm. What's the vibe? What's the vibe? Um, you know, I, I believe sexual, like, sexuality is a broad spectrum, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I am a radical lesbian. I'd like Ooh. to think of myself Ooh. because I am pro anything that is pro women, pro lesbian. 
A, we are taking over the fucking world. Okay. I, I believe that. I love yeah. that. So, um, I identify as a she. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they? You know, I am the people, you know, so. You are the people. <laughs> yeah, so I think sexuality is, is, is broad because I, like, I, I don't like to put myself in a box, like, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. Is it work? Is it my sexuality? Like, leave it open. Right, like mm-hmm. you, when you leave an uh, when you leave a window open, even you you have fresh air coming in, you know. So when you leave it closed up, you are only surrounding yourself by the air that's just in the room, and mm-hmm. that's not good. So you need like some sort of airflow. So that's what I like to approach life with, like in whatever perspective. So yeah, yeah. okay. And yeah. so how has that factored into your dating? Like, what has dating been like for you? Because being open and loose, like you know, when you're like, okay, these are my dating parameters, mm-hmm. and that. You can argue that dating would be easier because you know what your type is, you know what you're doing. But now you, you're out here. So what has dating been like for you? Yeah. Um, I think the <laughs> fact that I'm this free-spirited person and I'm very open-minded, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'll give an example. I told myself, yo, baby mama, uh-uh, pause. I can't, I'm too young for baby mama drama and baby daddy drama. Mm-hmm. So I can't date a baby mama. But I'm a free-spirited person. I mm-hmm. fall in love with you and... You have a child, so then what? Like, should I say, okay, I say no, baby, mama, fuck my feelings? No, you know. So you're open to that, exactly. So it's been, I think, for for that reason, it's been tough because I even attract the straights, and I don't even. You but see? I can see why you'd attract the straights. You look mm. okay. So number one, uh-huh. love you, mm-hmm. but you kind of <laughs> give fuck more energy sometimes. Ooh. So you look like the sort who would be a good time, not a long time, right? So if I was sitting here and I was like, you know what, I'm straight, mm-hmm. and but I really want to be finger deep yeah. inside some woman. Like, let me just, she would, uh-huh. that one. You're perfect. You you do give off that. You like, look like a you, you look know, like a good time, not a long time. You know like what I mean? Like I went to Vegas and then I'm like, I had the cocktail. Like I'm that cocktail. You are that cocktail. Sadly, when people are like, and you, it you sucks. Up about right? it. it sucks for me because. I fall really fast and hard, mm. right? So you come to me with that energy. I'm thinking, okay, this is this is day. This is my day. This but is like, something we're doing yeah. together. So what happens for me usually in my dating pool is, you know, people want to have anything or something with me because they assume I'm a fuck boy or probably I give great sex because of how I look like. Yeah, you do look. You do look like you give. Do not, bomb no, and like not that I sex, do not. Okay, but, I'm just saying. But you don't look like you're calling in the morning. <laughs> That's the problem. You don't look like you're exactly. calling the morning. Exactly. You mm. see, that's where the problem is. So mm. I'm heading into this situationship with having hopes of having a future or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're telling me I'm not there for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. Mm-hmm. So more times than not, I've had my heart broken because, oh you know, I'm gosh. there. And that's where it sucks because every time I tell my friends, like, I'm no longer dating this person, they tell me, what did you do? I'm like, oh my God. Every like, time. I'm, it's like, what did you do? I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's not me. It's not me. Okay, like I know I I fuck up. Okay, but like it wasn't me. Like it it's not you all right? the time automatically. Exactly. So I, I can proudly say that all my relationships that have ended were not ended by me because I don't easily give up on people. Okay. So that's one thing that I also have found a challenge in a lot of people that have dated. I feel like. Oh, I think also it's because of our environment. Zambia also is, is just has a lot going on. So <laughs> yo, it's like a lot of battles. Like what I do you mean there's a lot going on? It's like look, 
if it's in a country where it's legal, okay, we're fighting. Like obviously, I'm not saying you know in in countries where it's um there's it's it's decriminalized, right? I'm mm. not saying they have it easier, but my point is like it's like here you're trying to fight your neighbor, you're trying to fight your family. There's the side chicks, there's your own relationship problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the police. You're thinking of oh, can I hold my partner's hand in? Pal-? It's like yeah, a lot of things. There's right? more factors. Exactly. To factor so in, yeah. now and then it's always easier to just drop you because I'm like oh you're stressed. Mm. You know, let me just find a man and, you know, just go on with what society wants. So, yeah. It's, because, it's, because there is a very toe-the-party line vibe in this in this country. Because, exactly. like, even the wedding we went to yesterday, mm-hmm. you could feel that people were not up to just cut loose exactly. and just be, there's, right? There's some rigidity. Yes. Some, I don't know. but like, like, even when we were told, like, you know, you late for the bride and groom, like, four people did it. And I was like... Guys, it's a wedding. Right. Like, no one's gonna judge you. Just, right, like, like be just free. Be like, <laughs> you know, like, give the hype. That's yeah. what we're here for, you know? But, okay. So you had that problem with David. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so I told myself, like, till we figure out how to deal with that, we're off the dating pool. Okay. Yeah. And so, but you recently, like you said, went through a breakup. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, you know, baby mama drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. But within this relationship, you said that you were co-parenting. Yeah. Okay. Break it down. How did you end up into co-parenting? Because, like, look, aren't you, like, eight and a half years old? <laughs> I know, I know. Ever since that night we met, I keep being like, right. you're the youths. You're the youths. Yeah. The children. Uh, Why are children raising children? Right. So what happened was, um, my friend tells me, yo, today's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And regardless, you're coming out. Mm-hmm. We need to go out. We need to go to the club and have a good time. And then I'm hungover. This is like Sunday. His birthday is on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So this is Sunday morning. He's coming to my room. I was still in uni at the time. Mm-hmm. I was in my fourth year. So he comes to my room and says, you're coming out with me regardless. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Nice. So we go to some resort. It's called Legacy, like around here. So we go to some resort. It's like really nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. And then I meet his sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I meet his sister okay. and she's flirting with me. I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you. So I, I, I'm more times I don't make the first move because the fact that you assume I will make the first move because of how I look, yeah. I will not make the That's first move. That's so unfair on like mass presenting people. My like my partner like super complains mm-hmm. about it all the time. Exactly. Like, people just be sitting there being like, "So you coming through or not? Like, <laughs> why don't you come through to me?" Right. <laughs> so she's there, we're flirting. She's drinking from a glass, and then she's like, "Oh, would you like to drink from my glass?" I'm like, "Oh, mm. cool, sure." So we pick up the conversation from there, and then so after it was it's a Monday, right? So even when you want to go out, you can't go to the club. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Okay, fine, let's go to my house." So okay. everybody, we wind up at the resort. Everybody, we go to her house, and then we're chilling, and then I'm like, "Oh." Yo. This this honey is fine, all right. So mm-hmm. she fired up, <laughs> you know. So um, I'm like, yo, I tell I, I tell the guys, I'm like, ah, me, I will pretend I'm drunk, so <laughs> I will not. It works every time. So I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Guys, uh, is the ghetto, but I okay. can't get up. I'm drunk, and then oh. she's like, oh, okay, cool. Let me take you to the room. So she takes me to her bedroom and then, you know, so I ended up spending the night. Okay. So very lesbian of me. Okay. We started staying together from the first day we met and oh we stayed together for a year. A year? Until we broke up. What do you mean? So that is the most lesbian thing I've right? heard in a while. And so this I wake is up my in job. the morning in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, this was fun. Right. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I gotta go obviously go to school and get, because I was, I was still in uni at the time. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, why don't you just go get a few clothes from school and then spend a few days here? Oh so goodness. a few days, 32, a few weeks, a few weeks, 32, you know, a year. 
Yeah. A year. And when I met her, her kid was three. Yeah. So like young, young. No, two. So that's that's like a small baby. Right? So when I met him, he was still wearing diapers. So I came into a situation where I'm coming from uni. Um, I'm trying to strike a balance between trying to find my grip in what I'm going to be doing next in my life, I'm trying to get a job, internships, and I'm in a relationship and I'm expected to provide something because I'm the mask in the relationship. Yeah. So now, like, are you providing as, quote, exactly. unquote, the man? Exactly. So but now... You, you're a uni baby. Like, and you're I feel trying to... bad because she is complaining because, you know, her baby daddy is, you know, not, uh, you know, one of those that in the have wind. other pure priorities, oh, you know. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. So, and then she's complaining, like, oh, I need this, I need that, you know, so... Was she older than you, your age? Yeah, yeah. she's, like, three years older than me. Oh, wow, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, exactly. So, gender knows no what's it. So yes, now because your mask doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. So I felt the pressure of trying to come through for this person also, just not from her, but also as a person, I like to come through for my partner. Like I don't want to, you're complaining to me and I'm sort of like supposed to find a solution, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it also gave me some pressure to like, yo, okay, now I need to find my grip in life and, you know, I have a family, you know. Oh my god. Right, so it was, it was... Yo, it was a lot, but um, she was she was an amazing co-parent. She's an amazing mom. Like okay. that, I would not take away from her. We had our differences as, you know, partners, mm-hmm. but um, she's a great mom. I would never take that away from her. And she's 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 done the most for that boy. And I always look up to her and say, yo, if I wanna have a kid one day, I'll I'll definitely call you and say, like. What's this little doing? fuck swallowed a coin. What do I do? Oh, like uh, nose, exactly. like nose mumming like that. Exactly. Oh, not like you get back together so you can co-parent with her. Hell no. Oh, okay. All right. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. I completely yeah. misread the but situation. Anyway, so, you know, co-parenting was amazing because I always told myself that I don't want to have kids because I, for one, didn't have the best childhood. So I told myself I will not have one. So that they don't have to have to have one bad childhood, you know, so don't mm. have a kid at all. So, but when I met her and having the, you know, experience of being a parent, it was amazing because the careers day, they're coming to sleep in the bed at night, you know, they're crying for no reason because he wants attention. Oh. The, you know, so you toys, like raised, gifts. like you had a child, like, yeah, and so when all I met of the him, things. When I met him, he was wearing diapers and we could barely have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I was leaving that house, he's been asking me, oh, Petronella, where are you going? Like, why are you going to oh. come back? He's like, okay, are you going to take me here? Are you going to take me? Are you going to come? It's like, Petronella, where are you? Exactly. Like, I need to go here. Like, you but know, aren't we going to go play here? We grew together because he used to call me Pelela, right? And it got to a point where he called me Petronella. So oh. it was like progress, you know what I mean? Like, actually learned, you, you saw him like begin to learn how to speak and, and things. And that's one of the things that... Not to say bad, but I would sort of like hold that against her because I she gave me that experience and I feel like she took it away from me because she was at liberty to make decisions for us, you know. So, yeah, yeah I always feel like, you know, she gave up on our little family. But, you know, people have their reasons for why they do what they do. But, you know, I got to experience parenthood and it was beautiful. And I'm actually looking forward to have my own kid like in the next like three years or five years from now. Oh, so you're ready like that? Like yeah, that. I'm ready like that, like that. You because know? you're 25 now, right? Yeah, I'm even doing like IVF appointments and whatnot. So Are yeah, you serious? I'm viewing my options. What? Yeah. So like, would you do parenting by yourself? Is Definitely. that like something you would actually like explore? Definitely. Because... When I was in the ninth grade, um, my, my older sister had a kid and she had to, you know, start work and store ice 
felt like I started parenting at a younger age because like I was I I I had to remain with the kid at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my mom was being a mom also, and you know, being busy trying to get the grind and stuff like that. Because yeah. yeah, so I feel like it comes naturally to me. Like I just got to experience more challenges when I was actually in the situation where I was running a home. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I feel like I might I I matured too quickly for my age. Yeah, because you don't like fucking around and stuff like that. Like, you don't okay, give young vibes. <laughs> you don't because that's why I thought you were like okay. I was like, you're not my age quite, but I'm yeah. like, you're like a loose thirty, maybe thirty one. Because you give all the vibes. I get because a lot. I've I've I spent a little bit of time at the beginning of this year and end mm-hmm. of last year hanging around somebody who is your age. Mm-hmm. You guys are worlds apart. I will tell you that for fucking free. You guys are worlds apart. So wait, the, so now the IVF thing, would you, would you do that here? Um, or would you come to SA? Definitely. That's first number one option because like here there's so many limitations because um, like you could, like the best option you have here is like you could do like a, you could do surrogacy, mm-hmm. right? But like it has to be, it's a process because I don't think we even do that here, but like you, the the most you can do is like artificial insemination and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. such things are supported, but other than that, everything else is like cumbersome because of the laws that surround it. But yeah. So you'd be thinking, I feel like you have a message to send. You want to send your message? It's fine. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I got you. No, Multitasking. Like, oh my gosh. Cause now I, I wanted to start asking you about your breakup and things, mm-hmm. but like, I really just love the fact that you are legitimately wanting to explore having a family bias because you're mm-hmm. single now yeah the breakup was quite recent yeah i think three months ago almost Bruh. yeah three months is just now now yeah it's very fresh like okay how, over, how did you navigate then. your breakup oh. like it was it was hectic there were there was a lot of drugs involved Okay, but I got to a point where I told myself like I shouldn't lose myself because of what somebody did to me, and I didn't feel I had my own wrongs in mm-hmm. the relationship, but the end of it was not my fault. Like so, the ending, like there was problems within the exactly, relationship, yeah, but the but actual like, ending, ending was not my fault. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, like when you say. There was a lot of drugs involved. Was it just like a case of like you just wanted to party, you just wanted to lose yourself? Was there like hook hookups and things like that involved, or, um, or was it a very solo thing? Because some people I go was, into I was, themselves. I was I was too sad to be horny. Unfortunately, you were too sad to be horny. And that's how bad because like the normal me would um go like on a rebound spree, like yo, hey, I'm hurt. You know, so let me just come the fuck out of it. Yeah, you know. Right. I, I love this time, the fuck right? out of it. <laughs> but this time was hard because I really invested. Like I felt like I I had a family and I lost. I just didn't lose one person. You lost. You lost your family. Exactly. Like I lost my little ninja. I lost a whole thing. I felt that was building. So it hit different. I know all breaks breakups are different, but this one really hit very very different because it hurts and i think that's why i also told myself i need to take time to heal from it because mm-hmm. i'm still not over i will not lie like it's I'm been not... three months my chum yeah like so... guys how long are we supposed to take for a breakup because we were talking about somebody the other day actually no today this morning we were talking about mm-hmm. somebody who they dated for four years and now they already have somebody new on the social medias wow like and it's 
and it's looking intense and they're writing love letters and it's a lot and right like how did you get here so fast where did fast? you find this person <laughs> where did you find this person in the streets in the world of our covid 2020 whatever but yeah like okay mm-hmm. oh my gosh no breakups make me so sad me too so now where where are you at now okay so you're still not over them are you are you looking to date now still or you said you're bringing yourself to yourself ne i'm not i'm not even looking to invest okay my feelings in anyone or anything right now because well apart from my work and like just you know things that i'm working on currently but mm-hmm. like people wise uh i'm not i'm not there i'm emotionally unavailable because also i like i'm i'm the type of person that when i break up with someone in as much as i was probably very defensive in the relationship when you are trying to right my wrongs i would sit down and say okay so one thing that i actually noticed that my partner has complained about was that i'm a flirt right you are a huge <laughs> flirt you are such a like, even when i met yeah. you i was like break up of three months ago though yeah really so, yeah. yeah you're a flirt and you look like you do, which is not helpful. Exactly. Like, so, like, I've, I feel like before I get into another relationship and before I fuck it up with that, I'm trying to work on it. Right? So, you, like, do, you don't cheat? I do, I, not that I don't cheat. I've cheated before. Okay. But I'm I'm a one-person type of girl. Like, if... I, I was... It hurt because, like, she would work night shift, okay? And okay. she would get home at, like, three or four. Damn. I would be up at three making her fresh food. Not that I would keep it for later or warm it in the microwave. I would be up not making like fries. No, like a three-course meal. Like I'm making you a salad. I'm making you cozlo. Everything. Like I'm making you fried rice with potatoes on the side of the mash with grilled chicken. And I went full head on this. And I, I sort of still have like PTSD from still waking up. At like three to make food. Exactly. Like so, yeah. like it's, it's a little bit hard for me to wake up. You know, no more hours because like my brain is automatically used to. Because also I had to open the gate for her and stuff like that. So I think my brain was automatically automatically used to just you know doing certain routines. Like okay, we have to be up at three. Mm-hmm. Open the gate, make food. Okay, make her bath. So you, water. you created and an entire life together. Yes, and this is why I didn't understand when she came out of nowhere and told me. I can't be with you because of family. Wait, that's the reason? Because I actually have been wanting to ask what the reason, she, the family is what uh, that ended one, the that, things. That's the story she came with. And two weeks later, she tells me, oh, I've been talking to your friend. What? Wait, nah, my dear. Okay, it's Angel, messy. please can you, yeah, please can you <laughs> get me some more wine? Because this is done escalated. Thank you, my baby. Wait, so she was like, are you still good for her? Yeah, I'm still good. Okay, so wait. Okay, so we're going to go back to this. Mm-hmm. This this podcast episode has no motherfucking rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. Usually I have... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, okay, so what you hear in the background is Sifu has come downstairs and started playing music during the podcast. <laughs> I, mm? Okay, no, it's fine. All right. Um, Back to the breakup. Mm-hmm. Messy-ass podcast that this is. Wait. No, everything stays in. Why are you like this? Um, <laughs> so now, basically, with the breakup, and she comes back, and she's just like, for family. But like, your her brother, was it like her parents, her what? Did she got not give any more context um, other than family? Thank you so much, really. No, it was just a family thing. So it's like, she had to choose between 
her family and the family we were building. And, you know, I didn't blame her for choosing her family because, like, I mean, I'm a stranger she just met. I could easily fuck up shit and just leave. But, like, I felt like the least you can do is just give me a benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, at least let's explore other options. And say, let's okay, try. Let's see like, if what we other can, things can work. wait for them yeah. to come around or whatever. So, I'm not going to look like the saint, right? So, what happened was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, she comes to tell me, like, yo, we can't be together because of family. So, keep in mind, we're living together, right? Mm-hmm. So, she's like, no, we can't be together because of family. So, I, I found a way she was staying, remember? So, we started staying together. The yeah, yeah, yeah. We started splitting the bills and whatnot. Damn. Yeah, so... um. Automatic thing is I'm the one who has to leave because I found her there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So Makes I'm like, sense, you yeah. know. So I'm like, okay, first one in, last, exactly. last one in, first one out. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, first, the, you know, the least you can do is give me enough time for me to get my shit together and move out. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, it's going to be awkward for us to stay in here. Yada, yada. I'm like, it's unfair of you to ask me to leave now because like, I have my shit going on too. Like you just can't, I just can't up and leave. Like this was my home too. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yo, Two days later, okay, two days later after, so in the evening, I'm like, okay, cool, we can't be together. So I'm like, are you sure you don't want to make this work and whatnot? Like, no, we can't be together. Maybe time will tell, but like right now, like we can't be together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So what do I do two days later? I hit up some fling I used to have. I'm like, oh, yo, my days. can we meet up over the weekend? And then she's like, oh, okay, cool. I owe her nothing, okay? I My conscience was clear. I was going to that place with a clear conscience. I know I'm not cheating on anybody. Because technically you have broken up. Not technically. We did break up. She said it verbally. Not that I was unsure. The verbal contract she was said, broken. Like it was like we are done. In a text message. I had... Ev- it was, it was written. a message. It, I could still go back to a screenshot and say, oh, we broke up on the 17th of May. And she said we can't be together. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what does she do? I sleep. She starts going through my phone. And finds the conversation I'm having with the ex-fling. And then she's raising me up. Because I'm honest like that. So she knew that I used to have a fling with this person. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, the first minute we break up, you're jumping into another person's bed. I'm like, ah, you left me. I'm trying to heal. Okay, leave my healing process alone. (laughs) Respect my healing process. Right, I'm trying to heal. So... We had a nasty argument. I ended up not going to to see, you know, my the person I was supposed to go see. And... um. Two days later, I think a day later, so she, she was like, no, I, I can't stand you. I don't want to see you. So I went to spend the night at my friend's house. And then I was like, okay, fine. The next day, I need we need to sit down and talk about this because like I can't keep not being at home. It doesn't solve the situation. Mm-hmm. So I get home. She's like, uh, so I'm trying to clarify this situation. I'm like, I haven't been talking to this person the like, whole time. The whole time. Like, this was you like had, a, in the last two you, days. You then. had the liberty to go through the whole entire conversation. And mm-hmm. then she's like, no, WhatsApp has got delete for me. I'm like, so why didn't I just delete the whole conversation then? If it, I was deleting things that are incriminating. Yeah. yeah. So she tells me, oh, um, since you started talking to this person too, I started talking to your friend. Your friend is? My friend is like someone from my friend group. Like someone who used to come to my house, would smoke together. This guy pitched business ideas to me and told me, yo, we should go and start businesses. Like your homie, homie. Not just like a loose random. Nah. This nigga is someone who I knew from uni. We knew knew each other from first year. Oh, wow. Okay. And remember my my friend, my my ex-girlfriend, I met her through the young brother. Yeah. Yeah. So we click. We hang out like that. So we're all friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she started going out with one of the guys. Apparently to get back at me. Which did, did, what was she getting back at me for? Guys, breakups are messy. Yeah. So that's what happened. So yeah, now we're here. Now you're, we're here. 
and you're still going through the healing process and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and they're now, you know, posting each other and all being all lovey Oh, shoot, they're, so, they're together together? Yeah, they're together together. Hey, guys, dating is the absolute fucking Right? And you know, the, the thing is, my friend group is messed now because now we can't all be together in the same place. I can't be there when he's there. He can't be there when I'm there now. Because so I, now friends have to pick who it yeah, is we're hanging out yeah, with this weekend. Yeah. That's jacked up. Because so this is what I'm saying. Like, I lost, I lost so many things. Like, I lost my friend. I lost a whole relationship. I, I, I lost a family. I, I, I lost so much. You lost the collective And I feel this is something that you would never understand. Because to her, it's like, oh, you are texting this girl. And, you know, you ruined everything. Because why do you... Like, I also understand where she's coming from. Like, maybe she felt like maybe I didn't really genuinely feel what I felt about her because like how are you texting another girl two days later after mm-hmm. we're breaking up like I also understand that but like you do not choose how I, I want to heal yeah and then she used the same thing and gets me and says you do not choose who I want to hurt you with wow no yeah guys this is why <laughs> humanity is a group More project is a, is a yeah no sips wine mm-hmm. sip your goddamn wine but like okay so I want to end this on a on a, on a good note mm-hmm. What are you looking towards in the future for yourself emotionally, sexually? Mm-hmm. Like, what is what? You, what is it now with everything that you've learned? Because I feel like there's something about this relationship also Oof. that matured you a lot, Trust right? Me. That like made you think about your own goddamn life a lot. Mm-hmm. So, what are you looking forward to in the future before we wrap up? Firstly, I just want to be on my feet because one thing that you need to do is be on your feet and. When I say on your feet, I mean everything, like financially, emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to make um, decisions in that way that are going to be very productive. So I just want to be on my feet and get my stamina back because I, I still have my four bucks here and there where, you know, um, I go back to my old habits and things I've told myself I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So when I get my footing, that is something that I'm looking forward to. Like, I just I just, I just want to get my footing in life. Like Get your footing, break exactly. bad habits. And everything is just going to fall in line like that. Um obviously plenty of orgasms oh my god love I that am, for you like there's just like there's just the way your brain will just freely think when you have orgasmic sex that just puts you in a thinking state and you're like you know what i could change the fucking world today okay. you know i have that with wine but <laughs> i love that for you in sex exactly <laughs> so like i like so I'm, I'm pushing a lot of things right now my career my work um my writing Oh, so that yes. is something that I'm looking forward to. I'm actually working on uh, an erotica currently, an anthology, a series of erotic poetry. Mm-hmm. So I I lost hope. You know, when you're having, you're not having the sex, it's not so easy to write about it, you know. So I just want to get into that space again and, yeah, and see what life has to offer. But definitely a lot of writing and a lot of, you know, wins. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. Yeah. And we'll be here to document all of them. Definitely. I love that. Okay. So to wrap up, where can people find you? I will put this all in the show notes, mm-hmm. but verbally, where can people find you on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, only everywhere. fans? No? <laughs> <laughs> we are getting there. But my user is going to be Kanalingas203. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So um, on Facebook, it's Petronella Muyoya. Everywhere else is Petronella. On Twitter, um, it's Queen Yellow Juice because Yellow Juice is like my um, writer name, my creative name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because like I'm, I'm into a lot of things. So um, I'm a content creator in general. So mm-hmm. um, TikTok, you can look for Petronella, Tracy Muyoya. 
um instagram you can look for petronella tracy mioya facebook you can look for petronella tracy mioya it's tracy mioya or yellow juice i love that yeah I love that. Thank you for being here with me. Definitely was a pleasure being here. And yo, the wine slaps good. (laughs) Breakups can be the most for the drip. And as you heard in this episode, Pet went through a breakup and navigating it can be tricky, hey? So I am going to give you a list of things to remember when you are navigating this breakup thing. I've got my glass of wine because yo, so you need to buckle in because there's 18 of these fuckers. There are 18 of these fuckers. So like just buckle in. So, number one, realistically, people are in our lives as long as there's something to be gained and the interaction should feed and grow people. And sometimes you come to the end of the road. Like, it is okay for things to end. Like, sometimes, you know, we're here for a good time, not a long time. So, it's okay for something to end, right? Number two, Take time to grieve the relationship. Don't see, don't simply be like, we keep it pushing. We baddies. We don't need this. If it hurt that it has ended, then it hurt. And it is fine to grieve the end of the relationship. Number three, take some downtime. Some of y'all players don't know how to stretch, how to rest, how to get a sports massage in between matches. Fam, even pro Football players are not on the pitch 24-7. Take a minute to breathe. Eh? Breathe. Just take a minute to breathe, right? Rebounds are all well and good, but you do not need to be in the game 24-7. Stretch. Hydrate. Like, sleep, my G. Just, it's okay. Take a minute to breathe, right? Number four. Do not automatically dismiss your ex's role in your life, right? Some people are trying to be like, they ain't shit. I didn't need this. Some some exes ain't shit. Like, that's, that's big facts, big facts. But, like, this person added to your life, and it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to sit in that. It's okay to reflect on that, right? There will be some good and some bad, and there's a lot that you're going to have learned, and there's a lot that you're going to have taken away. So it's okay to take a moment to reflect that. Number five. This one is a personal favorite of mine. Do a social media purge. Um, just mute, unfollow. Like, don't, like, you don't have to block or whatever. Just mute, unfollow. Take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to see your social media, which is an important part of quite a few people's life. What does this look like without them, right? So there's a little bit of debate. Even in my notes, I've made, I've had, I've gone a little bit back and forth as to whether blocking is petty. Um, but like, you know, just, whether you want to block or not, that's that's your own internal debate. For me, there's something about blocking that just feels heavy. Um, I prefer to unfollow completely. If I'm at a phase where I'm blocking you, then I prefer to unfollow you. But just basically untangle your social media, right? Untangle your eyeballs from this, you know, relationship, right? Number six, don't try and live your best life online to show that you battle by yourself. It is so obvious that that's what you're doing. It's obvious to us. It's obvious to them. I know you want to be a baddie. I know you want to be a baddie, but like, yo, just like chill. Like, actually, sometimes it's best to just go silent. Like, just to be, be a skulker, be a lurker. But because we can tell when you're trying to do battle by yourself, right? Like, you, we, we can tell and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's really obvious and sometimes it's not coming from a good place. So I would recommend just take a moment again to breathe, to untangle your social media, to like, you know, just clean it up. You know, maybe some of these photos was janky anyway. Clean that stuff up. 
Number seven, be real with your emotions. Don't pretend everything's okay. It's okay to be in your feels. It's okay to be feeling some type of way. It really is. Number eight, please don't try and hang out with your ex. Just who again, fam, the point of most of this list is to take a pause. You need to make like the end of a doggy's legs and paws, right? Make like the end of a doggy's legs and paws and just don't try and hang out with your ex. You don't need to be squad goals. Even if you ended up well, it's sometimes okay to just try and reconfigure out what your life is without them because this is how you end up slipping into bed again, slipping into dates again, slipping into being together again. And you broke up for a reason. Like maybe it wasn't the right time. Maybe like you guys weren't good for each other, but like breathe. Number nine, don't try and call them. Just don't try and call them. Like, you know, you don't have to call. It's okay, girl. (laughs) You don't have to call. It's really fine. Instead, try and set up a buddy system of accountability. When you want to call, when you want to text, when you want to reach out, have somebody who you reach out to instead to be like, fam, bring me to myself. Please, por favor, bring me to my damn self, right? Number 10, acknowledge your messiness and forgive your own messiness in the situation. And also try and understand where it came from. Number 11, spread the breakup burden. My G, please, you can't have that one friend who you're calling morning, noon, and night. Morning, noon, and night. Every day in the DMs. You cannot. That, like, is so heavy for that friend. It's so heavy for that collective. So try and spread the breakup burden. Do not pile it all on one homie or loved one or even just a small collective. Try and spread the wealth, right? Because emotional breakups are really emotionally heavy. Not only for the person who's gone through the breakup, but for the people who are supporting them. So spread the wealth, guys. Um, number 12, lay down the rules of engagement. Um, sometimes, you know, you might want and I'm talking about with your friends. So like sometimes you might want to rebound with friends. I included this because of a specific situation that I heard of with somebody who was rebounding with all of their friends after a particularly bad breakup. So I thought that this should be highlighted. If you're going to rebound with your friends because you're seeking comfort, please lay down the rules of engagement and everyone needs to understand what's happening in case emotions get involved. Number 13, Oh, I've got number 13 like four times. Well, that's wild. No, number 13 for the first time. Take time to be alone. Just be alone. It's fine. Um, number 14, don't try and stalk. Don't try and talk mess about your ex with your friends and family, right? I know you want to, and I've done it. Look, I'm coming from a very, you know, it's, it's rich coming from me because I, te- I, I chat big mess, When I go through breakups, I chat big mess, but it's always come to bite me in the end, especially like if you relapse with this person, (laughs) right? Or if you like, you know, later on, you realize that there was a lot of mess that you were talking that was coming from a place of hurt. But this is one of those things where like, it's going to be difficult to not do this. So it's, it's okay if you do it, but try not to. It also makes you a better person that you didn't chat bare nonsense. But like, it's hard, right? And number 15, uh, do not be an emotional crutch for each other. This is you and your ex, not you and your friends. But don't be an emotional crutch for each other. Like you might be tempted to heal each other through the breakup and like hold each other through the breakup. Nah, my G. Find your own 
emotional sort of like frameworks your own emotional support systems outside of your relationship because that's where you are at now you are no longer each other's primary emotional space in that way so do not be each other's emotional crutch if you want to come back later and actually have that connection and be like really good friends and squad goals sure but for now let's make like the end of a doggy's legs and pause find your own emotional structures Number 16, it's really okay to miss each other. It really, really is okay to miss each other. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're slipping. It doesn't mean that you're not focused, but it's okay to miss each other. They were a part of your life and you were a part of theirs. And it's okay to miss that element. Number 17, remember that this too shall pass, right? Like heartache of this caliber can sometimes feel like it's gonna go on forever, but like it will pass. And you will wake up one day and you will be fine. You will be so fine. And it'll be like a distant memory and you won't even know that like, you know, you won't even like realize that the pain has has left. So it'll take some time, but it's fine. Number 18, lastly, a relationship ending does not mean that it was a failure or that you are a failure. Breakups are just a natural part of how these things happen. Like they're a natural part of life, you know, as I said, we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> so it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that the relationship was a failure. It just means that it ended. And that is really okay. So now that you've got your breakup tips and tricks and notions, go out, heal, release, dance in the wind, howl at the moon, do what you gotta do. It'll be okay. I promise you, it will really be okay. And this is me just wrapping up and saying that make sure you go and check out all the great content on the IG at basically life under slash pod. And please email me at basically life podcast at gmail.com. Like and leave a five star review on all of the platforms, anywhere where you can rate this podcast, like and leave a five star review and share it with all of your friends. Listen to it. We love the streams. We love all of that vibe. It helps with the algorithm. And yeah. That's all I got to say about that because this is basically life. And I'm your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to calm your tits. Life is never, ever that serious.